Peace and blessings. This is Muslims for Peace podcast. You have tuned into Muslims for Peace podcast. Please subscribe to our channel. Now we've reached a very pivotal point in the life of the Prophet, a turning point, and that is revelation when he received revelation. There are many events that happened before that, but really the most challenging event, the most difficult stage in the Prophet's life came after revelation because now he was instructed by God to carry the heaviest message God has ever given to humanity the final religion of God. That in itself is a very heavy, ponderous message. For 40 years, the messenger of God was waiting for this day. Sometimes he would look at the people, at their ignorance, at their immorality, and he would ask God, when will it be the time that you, bless me by delivering the message of Islam to these people, by giving them morality, by teaching them the path of guidance. Most historical accounts indicate that the messenger of God was 40 years old when God sent the revelation to him. So this happened during the 40th year after the event of the elephant. Remember those early Arabs, they did not have a set calendar, they would go by major events. So when you see the calendar during the time of the Prophet in Mecca, it would go by the year of the elephant, five years after the year of the elephant, ten years after the year of the elephant. So and so person was born on the 15th year after the elephant, Amil Fil, the year of the elephant. So historical accounts indicate that the revelation came down on the Prophet 40 years after the year of the elephant and he was born during the year of the elephant which makes the Messenger of God 40 years old when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him as a messenger with the Holy Quran. Now in the Gregorian calendar, the Messenger of God was born in 570 AD. So if we add 40 years to that, how old will he become? What year? Six, it's not really 610, it's 609 because you have a difference between the solar calendar and the lunar calendar. Every 33 years, the lunar calendar adds one year more than the solar calendar. So if the Prophet was 40 years old in the lunar calendar, how old was he was in how old was he in the solar calendar? 39 years old. So in our calendar, the Gregorian Western calendar, right? The messenger of God was around 39 years old, not exactly 40. In the lunar Islamic Arabic calendar, yes, he was 40 years old. So he was born 570. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the revelation year 609, around 610, 40 years later. So most of the historical accounts that we have indicate that. 
Now, what is the exact date of the Ba'tha? In Arabic, the Ba'tha refers to the day on which the Messenger of God received revelation. Literally, linguistically, Ba'tha means when you've sent someone on a mission for something. When did God send the Prophet with revelation? That's what we called the Ba'tha. We also call it the Mab'ath. That day we call it the Mab'ath. You've heard of it in our Islamic calendar. Mab'ath, yes. Mab'ath is the day in which the Prophet received revelation. What day was that? The sources of Ahlul Bayt indicate that occurred on the 27th day of Rajab. Rajab is what month in the Islamic calendar? It's the seventh month, equivalent to our July, right? So the Messenger of God, he received revelation on the 27th day of the month of Rajab and therefore it's one of our Eids. It's a holy day, we are required to observe it. It's highly recommended to fast the day of Mab'ath on the 27th of Rajab and it's highly recommended to celebrate that day and to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have many traditions from the Ahlul Bayt that confirm he was sent on the 27th day of Rajab. There are some Sunni narrations as well. For example, in the Seerah Halabiya, which is a Sunni source of biography of the Prophet, he mentions a hadith from Abu Huraira, which confirms that the Messenger of God received revelation on the 27th day of Rajab. But not all Sunni sources agree. While the Shia sources maintain that it was the 27th of Rajab, many Sunni sources say he received revelation in the month of Ramadan, so about two months later. So for example, At-Tabari in his book, Tariq At-Tabari, Ibn Hisham in his Sirah, they maintain that he received revelation in the month of Ramadan, so we've got some differences over here. Exactly, we'll, we'll mention that. Why did they say it was the month of Ramadan and not Rajab? Their objection to us, the followers of Ahlul Bayt, is that the Quran is very clear that God revealed the Quran when? In the month of Ramadan. So if God revealed the Quran in the month of Ramadan, then it must have been the month of Ramadan when he received those first verses because God says, I sent down the Quran in the month of Ramadan. So that's their argument. What is our response to that? Yes, it's true that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that. Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says very clearly that the month of Ramadan is the month in which the Holy Quran was revealed. Surah Al-Qadr, what does it say? Inna anzalnahu fi laylat al-Qadr. We have sent down the Holy Quran, we have revealed the Quran in Laylatul Qadr and we all know Laylatul Qadr is in which month? The month of Ramadan. We don't dispute that, the Quran does confirm that. So how is it that the Prophet then was sent in Rajab on the 27th day when he received the first revelation, the first verses from the Quran? To understand that, we have to know that we have two types of revelation of the Quran. We have the gradual revelation and we have the instant revelation. 
Tanzil and Inzal as some has called it. What does that mean? See the Holy Quran came in stages. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before He revealed this Holy Quran in this world, the Quran has actually previous stages. So the first stage that the Holy Quran went through, the words of God, is in the Bayt al-Ma'mur. The Bayt al-Ma'mur is basically a holy place in the heavens, in the fourth heaven, which is directly above the Kaaba. There is a pillar that connects the Kaaba to the Bayt al-Ma'mur. So one end is the Kaaba on this physical earth, the other end is the Bayt al-Ma'mur. So the Bayt al-Ma'mur is a very very holy place in the heavens, in the fourth heaven, fourth heaven, and you know the angels of God have many tasks in Bayt al-Ma'mur, it's a very holy place. The Quran was first revealed to the Bayt al-Ma'mur from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He revealed it first to the Bayt al-Ma'mur. So the actual Quran, the actual Quran was revealed by God first to that stage. There are some details as to how it ended up in Bayt al-Ma'mur. We have the Lawh al-Mahfuz, Allah keeps the Holy Quran preserved in a tablet. But basically the first primary stage when God created the Quran, the first stage He transferred the Holy Quran to was what? The Bayt al-Ma'mur. Now you could be wondering why did the Quran go through these stages? One primary reason is that the Word of God is so powerful and heavy, it needs to be lowered and lowered down to the level of the earth so we can actually understand it. Because the reality of the Word of God is something beyond our capacity. These are the words of God, not just anyone. They have a reality behind them. So that's the first stage, the Quran was revealed to the Bayt al-Ma'mur. After the Bayt al-Ma'mur, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Quran in preparation for the people of the earth. Allah revealed the Quran to the level of this world, Sama'id dunya. That's the second stage. The third stage, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Holy Quran to the heart of the Prophet. Allah revealed the Holy Quran directly to the heart of the Prophet at once, instantaneously. That happened in the Shahar Ramadan. In the month of Ramadan, Allah lowered the Quran to this world and He directly revealed it to the heart of the Prophet. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He revealed the meanings of the Quran and the words to the heart of the Prophet, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him, don't rush reading the Qur'an before we tell you and instruct you. That's your instant tanzil, revelation, and then you have the gradual. Throughout a period of 23 years, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Qur'an in stages. So some verses would come, some chapters would come based on the events 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saw fit. So the prophets received the first verses in the month of Rajab. He heard them from the angel. Then two months later in the month of Ramadan, Allah revealed the whole Quran, the entire Quran to the heart of the prophet. So we accept all these verses that say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the Quran in the month of Ramadan, but that was the instantaneous revelation. As for the gradual revelation, verse after verse coming down, it started when? On the 27th day of Rajab, that was the day on which the Prophet received the first verses of the Quran. Yes, brother. So I have a question about the stages. So if there were revealed verses and chapters based on the events that happened, now the book how it is now this is not in the events that they happened so is this the way we're meant to read it <coughs> from the start or meant to read it as it was so that is correct the sequence of the quran that we see right now it's not based on the sequence in which it was revealed mm -hmm. when the quran was put into book form and compiled uh, there were some changes uh, to the sequence scholars have different opinions as to who made those changes we believe the Prophet made those changes. In his lifetime, he instructed Imam Ali السلام, and uh, the companions to keep the sequence the way it is. So this was by the instruction of God. So yes, the Quran is not according to when chronologically, chronologically when it was revealed, but that's the sequence that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to be put in book form. Other schools of thought, the Sunnis have another opinion, they believe Uthman is the one who put this in the sequence, but that's not correct. What Uthman did, he unified the versions. There were several versions of the Quran because each tribe and city sometimes would read some verses differently and sometimes some changes happened to the Quran. They added, deleted some words. So Uthman, he unified the copies. That copy that was in Medina, he made it the standard copy and he burned all the other copies. But in the time of the Prophet, Allah had actually instructed the Prophet exactly to place the verse where and in what sequence. And the Imams of Ahlul Bayt, they sanctioned the sequence and they accepted it. So there's a lot of discussion on that. In any case, the revelation started on the 27th day of Rajab. Where did that happen? In the cave of Hira, it's a cave, for those of you who have gone to the Hajj or Umrah, you may have seen it. One of the most beautiful experiences is to climb and hike to go to that cave. Jabal al-Nur, it's a beautiful experience. From that cave you can directly see the Kaaba. It's about three miles away from Mecca. Now the Prophet, he used to regularly go to cave Hira, meditate and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Before the Prophet, Abdul Muttalib, his grandfather would actually worship God in Cave Hara. So it was a holy place. We had people like Abdul Muttalib, the Prophet, they would worship God in Cave Hara before he received the revelation. 